0: your friends, it's time for MetaWatch, the one, only, and soon-to-be-finished Metabots and Metabots Dimashi podcast. Uh, Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Colin, I use they-them pronouns, and I didn't realize the magic of making a podcast with a friend until a flaming building fell on top of me. Oh. And I believe this is our co-host, Mitch. Hi, I'm Mitch, I use he-him pronouns, and I believe
1: Colin is referring to capitalism as the flaming building falling upon us all
0: it's not inaccurate uh, although we we have some we have some capitalists working against their best interests uh, in this episode
1: uh. uh maybe we'll see well yeah. you know next series we'll see how they followed through because yeah. you know, it's very easy for a capitalist to play lip service without actually following through
0: yeah, um, this is, I mean, this is the penultimate episode of the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, next time you hear us, hopefully we'll be answering your questions uh, with answers. Um, and just doing a general kind of wrap up of uh, of our experience with Metabots. Uh, we are at the last two episodes of Metabots Damashi though. Yeah, uh,
1: it, it is uh, like no joke. I I have been making jokes about it, but like this was emotional. Not just because, um, like these episodes weren't like overly heart wrenching. Comparatively, like these last couple episodes were, but like these two were, you know, nice. They were fine. They were they were as emotional as they should have been. I would say, yeah. But like just the experience of Metabots Damashi, which has been a wild ride in itself, ending, and then Metabots like the storyline so far ending have been something. But like like this is all of Metabots. Yeah. Like if I want to get into Metabots, I have to download. I'm sorry. I would have to purchase the Japanese (laughs) copies of the game and then read translations online if I wanted to, you know, get any more metabots in my life. Um, Also, again,
0: uh, um, (laughs) this also like, I mean, we're 54 minutes past our normal recording start time uh, because we were just noodling around because this is, you know, we only got one other episode after this to make. uh, And I think we're kind of feeling that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
1: And after that contractually obligated time, Colin and I will never speak to each other again. This is untrue.
0: Uh, we do have another we have another show idea in the works. I am I am mandating three to six months off to recover after we finish this show, though. Uh.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> never speaking to each other again. Uh, before we get into things, this is for
0: Colin. Yeah.
1: Oh, a little bit of ASMR of. Uh, so for most episodes of the show, I've been drinking a Dr. Pepper flavored seltzer water.
0: Non alcoholic, non caffeinated, right?
1: (laughs) Non alcoholic, non. It is seltzer water with a hint of the doctor flavor. Yeah,
0: because it's a doctor seltzer.
1: So I, uh, I made sure I grabbed a 12 pack just for these last couple episodes.
0: (laughs) Um,. I am drinking a Truly Watermelon Lemonade, and also I grabbed a shot of Bullet Rye, and so I'm going to take that right now. Ooh. Oh, God. Why do I take shots? Um, <laughs> what? I, Why do you take shots on air? <laughs> I, like, you know, I the plan was I was going to do a pickleback back, uh, because that makes shots wonderful and enjoyable, um, and uh, couldn't find where I put my pickle juice, so instead i have a truly watermelon lemonade back and a water back also
1: <laughs> i i am upset you don't have just a jar of pickle juice forever on your desk right there
0: um well it, it wouldn't keep it would it, it would become an infected mess if i kept it at room temperature mitch come on um, how long would it stay there colin <laughs> uh, long enough uh i do um mitch i will say i do have a small jar of uh of of uh rice fermenting right next to my feet uh i should probably okay. i should probably package and for and refrigerate this at this point although i don't really think i'll use it that much as a condiment so maybe i should just strain it out to get like the what there's probably like half a cup of wine in here at this point but like I don't, you know whatever um you gonna get to get that good foot odor into that rice uh, it just like uh, it was too cold where I normally ferment for this to like uh, it. It was I use it as the starter for the uh, the buns that I made for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're already in the fucking weeds. We need to make a fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, Mitch. Uh, we oh man. Uh, first up, we've got episode thirty-eight of Dimashi, episode ninety of Metabots at Large, final goodbyes. Yeah. Uh, uh th- these are ready for this final test. They're ready to go. They're doing it.
1: (laughs) These are good episodes. Yeah. And we'll get into it later. But I was... I'm not going to say I was hoping they would drop the ball. Because that is mean and vindictive. (laughs) But I was bracing myself. And when they didn't drop the ball, I wasn't disappointed. Again, not the right word. (laughs) But I had braced myself emotionally to be let down and it didn't happen. And I was confused.
0: There were... There were some things that I was kind of like holding out hope for of like if they're gonna pull this out at the last minute, they're gonna do it in these two episodes, especially in the ep- in in the third the the second episode that we're gonna cover, uh, and they didn't, and that that sucks. But I think you know mostly they did uh, they did write the ship. I think uh,
1: yeah, I, and by write the ship you mean they didn't ship at the end.
0: Oh yeah, no yeah, we'll get to that. Um. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, it does suck that uh, Nye is the only female character to appear in both these episodes, but... Um.
1: Yeah, for like a solid three and a half minutes. Uh, well, again, Black Beetle also a prominent oh, yeah. female character,
0: but... Very true. Um, uh, Black, Black Beetle, very important, has agency and everything going on. Uh, I mm-hmm. I think Nye has... I, the, the, because like fundamentally uh especially because eddie the butler is more like centrally like f- uh, featured um mm-hmm. we are a basically splitting screen time between what nai eddie cam black beetle uh icky and metabee genkai and dash zuru and um uh and dorcas and tyrell beetle although tyrell beetle kind of gets like chomped out um and yeah. then on top of that you know, whatever other, like, you know, side characters that have to have to be a part of this, even if they're not heavily featured, like Cam's dad shows up. There's the the head of the board for extreme tech. Um, and I think <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that actually basically covers everybody as far as yeah. like prominent speaking roles. In I these don't. Two episodes.
1: I don't think we got like I'm trying to think. I think we get a shot in the second episode of somebody some people running away but i don't think we even got like
0: the generic uh, faceless there, people for the most one part one important part where um some some extreme tech like maintenance men uh, yeah. do a thing which i like okay. i pogged for honestly um and and i'm sure like there are there are people in the background and in, in a couple of different places uh especially in like uh one of the ending scenes and and then the ending itself features uh a ton of yeah. a ton of people. But like we'll we'll get to that. Um but yeah, I mean this is this is pretty focused and economical on on who like you know, it sucks yeah. that, that you know, Arika and Sam and Susie yeah. don't feature in this at all. But also, yeah. like, I get why they're not here because of the plot that they've set up and the thing that they have to hammer home in these two episodes that they were only given to finish the show
1: with. <laughs> if they had a few more, if they were able to draw this out a little bit and make it a little grander in scope than what we ended up getting. Yeah. I'm sure they would have had roles. Um, strictly from a writing perspective nai and eddie share the same role in the show other yeah. than being you know an object of uh, affection yeah. like it is they are we are the sensible adults who are shaping a young child we care about yeah so like nai Nye, nai's role was she's like Iki does not need to be molded anymore Iki's already Iki genkai and i mean zuru is also here but Iki and genkai yeah. are already good people zuru is yeah. also here
0: Um, and yeah, it's like definitely like the, the huge backbone of, of these episodes is, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, trying to make, to get Cam to be a healthier person. And that basically comes down to Nye having to convince Eddie, uh, to be the only, to, to effectively be the parent that he needs to be in Cam's life. Like that's, that's the backbone Mm -hmm. of like how this, this plot goes. Um, and it does I, – I do appreciate that, like, you know, it does underline how Nai has been, like, the emotional core of Damashi in a very, very important way. Um, and I think it does ultimately kind of, like, land the themes that they kind of were poking around at uh, early on and then, you know, when the original team clearly came back, like, really kind of, like, cemented and figured out um, – Man, it like it is. It's important to point out. Uh, thirty nine episodes is a weird number of episodes for a show that uh supposedly did not get canceled early. Um, so I really do. I I think it's safe to say that they probably thought they were going to get another twelve. Um, I th- I think they thought they were going to go to fifty two. Um, like they did with uh, uh the original series, and uh, that just did not happen. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, weird. This show. I. I don't think we will ever understand exactly what was going on with Damashi the whole time. And that's fine. A little bit of mystery to keeping this alive. If that's the price we were going to pay, it's not worth it. But, you know, I guess that is the price that was paid.
0: Yeah, uh, sadly we do not have, unlike Gundam, we don't have dedicated translation specialists that are combing through every single interview anyone has ever done related to the show. Uh, Even uh, on projects uh, far and away after this where they might have just, uh, you know, Metabots comes up in conversation for one line and we finally get some news about some weird thing like, you know, uh, I don't know, fucking whatever. Um, Yet,
1: yet, we don't know. We haven't received a whole lot of feedback about this podcast, and I purposely stay away from going to most places where people talk about
0: anime online. (laughs) Do we want to taste the forbidden fruit? Do you want me to look at the analytics for the show right now on air? Uh. No,
1: no. We'll save that for off air. That's for us.
0: Well, that's next episode. Uh. (laughs) Um, That's a little treat. So, uh, final goodbyes. We start off. uh, Cam is getting everything ready. Griffin is ready for its final test. Uh, It is fully manufactured. It is fully programmed. It is ready to go. Um, And Black Beetle is ready to take it. Uh, It's ready ready to suit up. Uh, This is is her lot in life. She loves her master. Her master wants her to be Griffin. And that's what's going to happen. Also, very important. Um... uh, at least according to the subs that I have uh, or the, the closed captions that I have, uh, Griffin's name is spelled the same as Griffin McElroy. Um, (laughs) not true in the episode titles, but, uh, you know, YouTube is giving them to me. And so I'm going to take it.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, he is the babiest brother. Yeah.
0: And this is the largest headed, uh, largest headed metabot we've ever seen. Um, so, uh, we cut over to the riverbank, the riverbank we know and love. Uh, B and Icky are here and they're depressed. They're depressed that Black Beetle is gonna, you know, lose her existence. Um, and so Genkai and Arc Dash show up to try and cheer them up by challenging them to a rope battle, like a nice friendly rope battle. Um, and uh, when they stay depressed, they are like, "Hey, you've got to, you've got to give up on Black Beetle. She chose to do what she's gonna do. There's nothing we can do about it. It's just, it's you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta live with it." And Iki and Meta Bee won't won't give up on her. And this is when Nye pulls up, uh, to let them know that Zuru's dad has a plan to stop Griffin.
1: Yeah, um, really quick. Um, so last episode we talked a lot about how like a lot of this is like kind of reflective of uh like abusive relationships. And that was dropped really quickly <laughs> in these two episodes. I mean it like that undercurrent's still there a little bit. Yeah. But now like they're really focusing on like, hey, uh she is a robot. Yeah. And it, it, like, yeah it, it, it really helps soften some of the language that Genkai and Arkdash use. Because Genkai's is like, look, hey, if she's not standing up to Cam, that's her choice. And Arkdash is like, she doesn't have feelings. She's just a mindless kid. Like, if she doesn't stand up for herself, she deserves not to live anymore. And it's like, I, I'm very glad you're kind of leaning into the this is all weird technology stuff as opposed to this is a living being. Because <laughs> uh, that yeah, would be messed because... up.
0: Uh, well, I mean, like, this is, this is Icky and MetaVee's kind of, like, firing back is, like, no, yeah, yeah. she's a killer, but she does have emotions, which then kind of pushes it towards a yeah, she's in an abusive relationship, and what we have to do is we have to fix the abusive partner and make them emotionally, like, give them emotional depth and make it so that they can love their partner, because how could you not be with a partner? You have to be with a partner, which is make it, you know, um... Yeah. I don't want to think uh, about that.
1: Uh. <laughs> if it helps, Icky and Metabot's, uh, Icky and Metabee's plan originally were, we were going to kidnap her and set her free. Yeah. The cam didn't factor into their plans. They were going to rescue her and free her. Yeah. And again, they are eight, so that's enough of a plan <laughs> for an eight-year-old. Yeah. But, like, the other guys are like, hey, you know, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah. Uh, And I I think still, like, going forward, Icky and Metabee's plan is kind of twofold. They are going to try and save Black Beetle and get her out of the situation. Mm -hmm. But they're also going to do it where they are going to try and convince Cam to change his ways and make good on this partnership that he has like, they are not saying that black beetle should or has to stay with cam, but they in trying to set her free are still going to try and like re- rehabilitate cam at the same time. Which yeah. I guess they is, can't, that, that's yeah. kind of noble. Yeah.
1: Hey, you're being shitty. Also, you don't need to be here. Yeah. Like, like um, I, that's how the feeling I got, uh, Genkai, uh, this entire two episodes, he's always been, I'm not going to say lazy cuz that's not fair to Genkai. He does work hard, but uh emotionally lazy, let's say.
0: <laughs> um I would, no, I would I would say he's tired. Uh you have to remember Genkai already went through all of this. Um and I think it is natural that like Genkai has his heart in the right place. He yeah. wants to do right, but also he is very clearly exhausted and like uh you know, I've been in situations like that. I uh, I would understand being in Ginkai's place and being like, yeah, Cam oh, yeah. is unfixable. There's nothing that we can do. If there if there was something that we could do, I would do it. But I think there's a point where you have to accept that it's out of our hands. Um.
1: Uh, Ginkai could also, yeah, he could have been like, look, if there was something you could do to redeem Cam, it would have happened when I was directly involved and <laughs> it <Yeah>. affected me. <laughs> Since like it could be something like that. It's just um, the way he says things, like. We're just kids, we can't save the whole world." To which Metabi yeah. immediate replies, "Why not? We've done it before." was really yeah. nice. But like this entire like these two episodes, he's very like defeatist. Like he's very like, "Look, like I I'm coming along with you cuz you're my friend, but like we're not going to be able to affect
0: anything." <laughs> yeah. Uh he's supportive but like clearly very exhausted. And yeah. and yeah, 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 maybe a little maybe a little defeatist, but I feel like um you know, uh, maybe he needs twelve more episodes to uh, become the great hero of the story. Uh. <laughs> Look,
1: you can be a good person and the hero of the day without being a chipper shonen protagonist. Like you don't yeah. you don't always need to be bouncy and peppy. Sometimes you can be kind of dour and still be good.
0: Yeah. Um. You could also be a, a sick hacker man like Zero's dad, God. who is currently. Uh, using the backdoor that he built into Extreme Text Firewall to get into their servers and delete all of Griffin's uh, files uh, for its programming. Um, it just because that Yahoo
1: answers plan. right off the internet.
0: Yeah. Um, here's the problem is as soon as he deletes all the files and they're ready to celebrate, he realizes, oh, and it's, it's too late. I just found a notation that says they already installed all of these in Griffin and it doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah. I, um, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, like, well, the, this, this, yeah. this,
1: this really bothered me. I I'm really hoping the sub, um, which does not exist, uh, does this better because it was just, i'm hacking in their files i'm deleting if i delete the design files they have no choice but to shut down the whole project and then he goes oh no they've already done it and i'm like yeah man (laughs) like the the the, you destroyed the last griffin i'm sure they also built another griffin and have multiple like things ready to go also it is a multi million dollar corporation let's say yeah million not billion um, here's, here's, but the thing like Cam I is it. a computer genius who runs his company with an iron fist. He, yeah. he does know what a backup is.
0: Yeah. The, the, here's the thing is that Zuru's dad was the head designer for this, mm-hmm. for this company. Um, so I would assume that he if he's gonna build in backdoor access data on Cam, that means he's also going to build in backdoor access to have access to like Cam's backups and that kind of stuff. I believe yeah, that fair. that Zuru's dad could destroy everything. But no. also, uh literally the first scene of this episode is Cam saying, Wow, we finished Griffin, time to go testing. I'm so glad nobody destroyed the files before I could upload all of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it it is important to remember, I guess, uh, especially for me, but for anyone else. Uh, Zuru's dad is a master of corporate sabotage. Like that's that's his role is he <laughs> invents something really good and then steals it and runs to another company. So it does make sense. He does have a backdoor into everything to destroy that company when he leaves it. That I guess that does actually really make sense. He wasn't just being jokerified. Yeah. He's just genuinely a bad person and not not the greatest dad. <laughs> I'm still gonna say here. Like Cam's
0: dad, bad dad, sure. Yeah. Zuru's dad is still still not great. Some pretty awful dads in the show when it comes down to it. Uh
1: uh. Wanna know the best part about this whole dad discussion I was thinking about in these two episodes? What? We haven't seen we haven't seen Icky's dad since like the third episode.
0: That's maybe what I'm most upset about is not even Icky's dad, but we, we Icky's mom does not feature in the ending of the show at all. Uh I'm a little mad about that, especially since yeah. you've been uh giffing, uh her swinger times with uh the, you know, the lead meta fighter from Kenya or whatever. Uh in Kenya, yeah. He was from Kenya. Um, so, uh, important, important other things in the scene, uh, after this happens, uh, B says he's sorry, and Genkai says that he's sorry, um, but Nai has a plan. Uh, Hold on, I'm sorry,
1: uh, I, I interrupted Zuru dad talk, but he goes, uh, he starts, uh, despairing that he created this ultimate killing machine, and now no one can stop it, and he goes, sorry, Zuru, I was so blind, to which Zuru very softly goes, yes, you were, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Shit. Well, yeah, I mean, because, like, Zuru's, <laughs> yeah, like, basically doubling down on his plan that he just has to kill Black Beetle now. Um, yeah. But,
1: uh, and when Nye, Nye walks in, she goes, hold on, you two. And Medibee goes, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, OK. Yeah.
0: Um. But she's she's got an idea and she's going to go execute it. And that idea is that uh, she goes to see Eddie the butler. Uh, to convince him, to convince Cam to cancel the test. Uh, And Eddie is, like, very, very clear about the fact that, like, you know, he does not have this authority. Like, he is not in control of anything about Cam's life. He can't stop this test. Um, And uh, she admonishes him for not teaching Cam what's right and wrong as, like, his current parental figure. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, especially because, like, Eddie very clearly, like, values... Uh, black beetle and the relationship that she has with cam um and that he knows what's gonna happen when uh the you know Griffin like kind of like erases all parts of her personality uh as a part of this process which she does say I've seen this before and we know that is a specific reference to the seven days of darkness when she saw her meta partner uh get completely cooked by the metaphors yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> I, there's no other possible interpretation here yeah um it's literal it's right there on the page um she does want cam to like understand what the true spirit of row battle is she wants him to like have a normal regular relationship with other kids and uh, with a with a, a metabot partner um and uh, this manages to win Eddie over and uh, he he agrees and uh, he gives us cam's backstory. Uh, Cam has daddy issues. Uh, he has never seen his own father, apparently. His father is so busy. Uh, very soon after Cam was born, his father left to go expand the business, their business in America. Um, and anytime he comes home, he only has time for business meetings. I assume he, like, Cam has probably been in a business meeting with his father, but like, they've literally never spent time together. Um, but he did have a very loving mother uh, who doted on him. He was very much a mama's boy until uh, she died when she was four because she wasn't strong enough. Yeah, Whatever that was that fucked means.
1: up. was <laughs> a very loving mother, but not very strong. She died when he was four.
0: What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what? Really, we're, we're trying to get to this ending as fast as we possibly can. Yeah. Um,
1: um. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drag my feet the whole time. Uh, it was just he never met his daddy. Like, really? That's.
0: Um. It, it sounds like he interacted with his dad, but his dad never yeah. spent like real family time with him. Um,
1: I, th- because, I think yeah. this was to give us direct parallels between uh, Icky and Cam because Icky's dad is also never there. Um. Icky still has a loving mother. That's why he's so loving. Uh, yeah. Cam's dad is a war criminal, but uh, a class war criminal, as opposed yeah. to like a direct like war <laughs>
0: criminal. Um, well, well, also like uh, you know, I I feel like the other the other bit to this um, is one Icky's dad does try to spend time with but just is so exhausted that he's just sleeping whenever like just immediately falls asleep uh which i feel is like more of like a cultural japanese thing it makes sense to like telegraph him as like this salary man who's like constantly working uh and definitely i feel like that's Mm -hmm. that is supposed to be a specific like this is a class divide um you know uh even if we know that Icky's dad is a UN uh lieutenant or fucking whatever who's committing war crimes. He is still not like top of the heap. He's having to actually work. Whereas like the um the feeling with, with uh Cam's dad is more that um he's like, you know, he's a big uh rich CEO type that simply does not want to spend time with his with his son or his family, uh and just wants to spend time with his business associates. Um, and then also we need to we uh, we have a third bit to this triangle, and that's Zuru and his dad. Whereas Zuru's dad is just a fucking idiot and doesn't know anything that's going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah. Im- imagine if you had a bad dad who was also poor. I, I guess is what <laughs> Zuru's dad is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. And uh, yeah, Iki's dad that's... isn't with his
1: family because he has to yeah. work to support the family. Uh, Cam's dad isn't with his family because he loves business and Zuru's dad isn't with his family because boy, howdy, does he love building murder machines?
0: Yeah. He simply forgot that he had a family for a little bit and he does feel bad about that, but like he, and he is spending time with his son again, but like, wow, man, he was just really just, he was at that grindstone making those murder robots.
1: I, I really, I think that explains Zuru going, yes, you were to his dad, uh, and being cold to him. Yeah. Because he goes, wait, you abandoned your family for your job and you're bad at your job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh. Uh, But this this whole thing with Cam's yeah. like mom dying, it was the last time that he ever cried. Now mm-hmm. Eddie is worried that like Cam no longer has any emotions. Uh, we get this very dramatic turnaround from Eddie. Uh so that we can seize Nye's face in his glasses while she mm-hmm. delivers a line about, like, how, like, emotionally, like, you know, uh, upset she is about this whole situation. Um, but uh, Eddie doubles down on on him not being able to do anything. He doesn't have that kind of power over Cam or over the facility. And uh, it's just, it's, it's you know, he, do, he is thankful that Nye came by and, and had this talk with him, but she needs to leave. Um, and uh, he finally gets her out of there and she calls him a coward. Which
1: she is, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's very good. He's like, he keeps going. You know, you're right, but I'm powerless to do anything. You're right, but I'm powerless. You're right, but I'm powerless. Yeah. And then he leaves, Uh, and she just quickly turns his head, and as like with as little like compassion in her voice than we've ever heard, as coldly as she possibly can, she goes, "You're a coward,"
0: and leaves. It's it is the most like emotional like and not to say that it's a bad delivery of this line, but it's no, like no, the no. most emotionally flat delivery that we have had in this show. Like it's just a yeah. totally normal line read of like, you're a coward, and I'm gonna walk out now. Um and it, you know, it really does underline the fact that like Eddie is thinking about his his power as like the guardian of this ward and his position in the company and the fact that he's technically uh, cam's employee and not acknowledging the fact that what what cam clearly wants and needs is love and support from a parental figure and he can give that and he is not using that to make sure Mm -hmm. that cam turns out to be a good person
1: absolutely yeah
0: um Speaking of maladjusted youth, we cut over to Zuru confronting everybody <laughs> about how they have to kill Black Beetle because if they don't kill Black Beetle, her metal's going to go into Griffin and Griffin's going to become an un- unstoppable uh, monster, uh, which is when Genkai comes in and says, hey, that's like not a bad plan. I don't want to tell you that's not a bad plan, it might be the only option we have, but I want you to acknowledge that if you destroy Black Beetle's metal, you are literally going to become the thing that you hate. I need you to acknowledge this, Zuru, is what Genkai says.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I also wish he threw in a line just somewhere in there going, also we talked about this yesterday and decided that it was murder.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, but you know, sometimes you have to murder an egg to make an omelet. (laughs)
1: I I that's that's true. Like I can't argue yeah. with you there.
0: Yeah. It's um, facts. And here here here's where Genkai does come in as the true hero of the show. Um uh he thinks that Sirius' plan is bad because it kills Black Beetle. And also he thinks that Iki's plan is bad because it's just trying to kidnap and take Black Beetle out of the situation. Um the, like when it comes down to it, the reason that he thinks that they should be hands off and and supportive in their own ways is that this, you know, he wants Black Beetle to be able to decide her own destiny uh, because mm-hmm. Genkai is a feminist um, and wants to give agency to one of the only female characters in these two episodes that we're going to see
1: <laughs> if, in the whole show.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: like we only have like four women that like show up more than once really Uh, one of them's
0: black beetle like like Genkai you know for those first like 12 episodes is like really you're gonna treat Sam like this she was the hero in the last the last series like you know yeah cut her some slack give her some choices (laughs) um this said leads with everybody tripling down on their own individual plans and everybody leaves though uh um yeah yeah uh next scene though um is i love this scene so much uh because you know uh, uh cam's getting ready to truck out to the test site uh with um black beetle in the back of this this uh uh trailer or this big box truck um and uh as he pulls away we see that uh eddie is hanging out with the the black and red gamer van uh that we love so much uh and genkai walks out of, out of nowhere to talk to him and Eddie's immediately like, oh, are you gonna try and convince me to uh uh you know stop Cam too? And Genkai's just like, you know, well, yeah. Um uh, you know, who who knows better than the two of us? And you know, I I guess Icky and Metabee are rubbing off on me. And it just seems like, yes, Genkai and Eddie together is the thing that I want to see to make this episode mm-hmm. move forward. This is fucking Absolutely. uh yeah. Um I just like them no, together. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh uh the fact that um the fact that this episode is coming back to acknowledge this this whole thing that like Genkai used to be Cam's quote unquote friend and minion, uh, and that Genkai very much was in the same situation that Eddie was like not too long ago, and that of course this is like Genkai should be the person to convince him not Nai. Like Nai makes a good like setup for this, but like it makes sense that Genkai is the one that's going to get Eddie on board um, because Genkai yeah. really does understand where Eddie's coming from,
1: <laughs> and and. Genkai also shows Eddie it is possible to be redeemed. Yeah. It is possible for for Cam to become a good boy.
0: Yeah. Like, Genkai's like, look at my good friend with surfer dialogue. He's He rules. Don't you want Cam to have this? We can help him get there. Uh. Don't tell anyone I said this, but I love him. Yeah.
1: And I'm never going to say it again, especially not in 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Nye, Icky, and Metabee are following in the truck. Uh, they're following Cam in the truck. Um, uh, we cut over to Genkai who's riding in the van with Eddie. Uh, he's, he's finally convinced Eddie to help out. Eddie says that he, he's like, you know, just seeing Genkai and the other kids and like how committed they are to this and how much they believe in cams ability to reform and how much they believe in like black beetles are right to have like a fulfilling life with a partner, uh, that, you know, uh, he's ready to do it. He's, he's, you know, ready to do everything he can to make this happen. Um, and, uh, he and, and Genkai bond over both being vegetas. Uh, and, uh, you know, Genkai says something about a, a shortcut, and uh, so Eddie's like, oh yeah, we should take a shortcut. And then just like, Drift turns onto a dirt road and just smashes the pedal down to the floor. <laughs> yeah, like, this
1: was entirely unnecessary, but it it goes to show a lot of character for Eddie.
0: Yeah. It, and this <laughs> is also like, this is the thing that we've been complaining about, about missing from not having the uh, uh the fucking um. Uh, there are robos around like this feels like the ultra serious other side of the coin to the rubber robo antics that, of course, yes, we have this super serious butler who is going to go. Oh, yeah, we should take a, a shortcut and then just fucking peels out onto like a backcountry road and starts going 90 miles an hour.
1: <laughs> and uh, so uh, as they're going, Genka's is like, hey, we got to we got to do something. We're going to break down. And it just goes, yeah, that's a great idea.
0: Yeah. Um, well what,
1: what? alright, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh this is plot road. The, the car looks like it's about to visibly shake apart. Uh uh so uh we um uh cut over to Nye, Icky, and Metaby uh in her her truck. Uh and Nye says a very pointed um bit of dialogue that I'm sure is to help get past uh English language sen- uh, sensors censors about how Oh, we, I can't believe we caught up to their van. We weren't even speeding, and then she gets pulled over by the police. That makes no sense for this. Yeah, I was wondering if you had an idea,
1: because even even in the whole you know English censor thing, like you can sometimes like skirt around those things if you show it an immediate moral like correction there she goes uh we were we we had a speed to get here but we caught up to him and then immediately a cop pulls them over like yeah. that makes sense like that is a moral don't speed or else you know breaking the law means the cops are there
0: um i i have to believe that and, it's just because this is this is airing on disney xd um we're, we're in the disney xd era of dimanche mm-hmm. um which uh just makes me assume that Disney had some weird set of rules around how characters can interac- interact with police. Yeah. Uh it just that's what it has to be. Um, yeah,
1: so instead what happens here is a, a trans woman's driving a van and gets pulled over for no yeah, reason.
0: For no reason. Yeah.
1: <laughs> instead a cop is harassing a local businesswoman.
0: Yeah. Well, we never see the cop. We see the cop car kind of pull them over. Uh and Nye gets out and we see Nye face the police officer and say, Oh, what did you pull me over, sir? Uh, pull me over for, sir. And that's, that's about it. Like we never see any of this interaction. Immediately we see, um, B go into action mode to start peeling out through the highway. And then when he kind of like yeah. looks over his shoulder, we see that Icky is hitchhiking with a random trucker. Uh, and just that's, that's what we have to do. That's, that's what we're living with now. Uh, so. I'm going to preface
1: this next statement. This is a joke. I promise this is a joke. So Knight pulls over and the cop has to park right on the edge of the cliff. A, rem- a reminder, this is a joke. This is a comedy joke for
0: a bit. Uh, yeah. The only yeah, thing that makes the, sense the is Knight shoved the cop up off the cliff on. in Minecraft. Yeah, I understand.
1: <laughs> Just the Minecraft. ooh. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's nice, like, look, I've dealt with cops before, back when I was Master Thief. I know how to deal with cops.
0: Boosh! Yeah, well, I mean, also, she can bat those eyelashes at him. Uh.
1: This is the end of the joke.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, this is when we find out what Eddie's, like, comment about the breakdown is. Uh, Mm -hmm. because as they're trying to chase to, to keep up with, uh, with Cam, uh, Cam in the truck notices, oh man, is that, that's Eddie in the van. It's broken down. He's got the the hood open and everything. And so they, he pulls over because Cam, I guess does legitimately care about Eddie and gets out and says like, oh my God, I thought you were going to stay home. Like, what's the matter? Let me call a mechanic. Um, Uh, to be fair, that's
1: also Cam's car. So
0: I, um, (laughs) Yes, it is Cam's car, but I still feel like this is yeah. like um This is this as is much a affection very as he can show it. to show yeah. that like yes, Cam actually does care about one person and it's Eddie the butler. <laughs> uh like he is one of the yeah.
1: He actually describes Eddie later as his driver. <laughs> his chauffeur. Uh <laughs> he says the word driver. Yeah. Like I, um like <laughs> in quotes
0: like oh man uh, uh it it does like uh i think the thing that really sells it for me is uh the i think the actor is really kind of mm-hmm. you know holding this up uh because the way that he delivers the lines about like asking Eddie, like oh i thought you were ge- you're staying home today doesn't sound like what the fuck are you doing here it's like oh yeah. like i thought you were staying home i'm so sorry that you had this like thing happen let me help you out um yeah it's it's
1: genuine and human
0: yeah um uh Genkai, however, has stuck out of the back of the van. He is like hidden in, in like a nearby, like behind some like crater and an oil drum or whatever, and is now sneaking around to the back of Cam's truck to uh, get Black Beetle out of the trailer. Um, but this is when Icky and Meta B catch up. They see Genkai and Arc Dash and are immediately too loud and start yelling about it and uh, blow the whole thing. So Cam realizes what's going on. Uh, fires Eddie runs back to see, uh, them trying to like, you know, open up this thing. The, the truck door opens black beetles waiting for them and tells them she, that she's not going to leave. This is what she wants to do. Um, well, and even door... it's a gun at Metabi and fires.
1: <laughs> so the door opens and immediately she goes, my heroes. And then cam <laughs> shows up and she goes, I'm sticking with cam. And, th- and that's important. She didn't make that decision until cam like until the consequence of cam was there but originally she saw them and i mean she was a little deadpan but that's
0: kind of black beetle i I think Uh, the my heroes line reads a little sarcastic Uh, i agree
1: with you but um so she goes uh goes now's the time to make a choice and cam goes shoot him so she goes okay and she points a gun at him and metabee goes oops wrong choice
0: Uh, it does result in a row battle. Um, Uh they, they square off, they start to shoot at each other, like, you know, juke around. This is Mm -hmm. when Zuru finally arrives with Dorcas to charge in, ready to kill, um, Arkdash, uh, like, basically, like, Dorcas gets a hold of Black Beetle, is ready to jam a, a sword arm directly into that metal in the, uh, in the hatch plate. Like, mm-hmm. no, like, no two jokes about it is going to eviscerate this fucking metabot. Uh, but Arc dash jumps him, uh, stops him, uh, which when, uh, Black Beetle then turns on them and starts shooting Arc dash showing that she is like, you know, ready, ready to fight no matter what. Uh Meta B intercedes and takes the shots. Um uh Genkai convinces Zuru that uh MetaBee and Iki are the main characters of the show. They have a plan. It's going to work. You need to shut up and sit back. And uh this is when we find out what Iki and MetaBee's true like plan is and that's to give Black Beetle one last row battle uh to try and help her and cam understand the thing that they're going to miss out on. And we do get a really spectacular fight here. Yeah.
1: Um, And so I've watched at this point in time, I've watched literally every single meta battle, row battle that's ever going to be in an anime. We Um, we have
0: watched 90 episodes of row battles, frequently multiple row battles per episode. Uh.
1: And, And, you know, some of them have had emotional stakes tied to them. Um, I, and you know, I, I cared about the row battles cause I cared about the characters involved in them, but like, Hmm, I'm not saying I now understand the spirit of row battle
0: cause no, 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 no. I, but like, I think you're correct. Right
1: this one fight was emotional on a level that like, it wasn't because of the stakes. It was simply because of like, so black beetle jumps off the truck and shoots and her arms are spread in the air and she goes, I'm finally feeling free for the first time in my life. And then she's fighting and she goes, thank you for giving me this, this last row battle. I understand a row battle. And I'm like, I understand it too. Yeah. Fighting, fighting as a way of connecting emotionally to people and, and all this. Like, yeah, I, I understood it in quotes, but like this fight, I'm like, I think I, I think I know what a row battle is now. I think I'm also unlocked. I thought I knew what a row battle was. It was two, when two metabots fight and like things happen and you're like, hell yeah, that was great. But like, this was like, I'm just fighting for the emotion. And like, this, that's like, that was powerful. Like, yeah. not like, not even joking. No hint of like anything there. Like it was, it, it wasn't like a tearing up emotional scene. It was just like, yeah, I, I understand now. This,
0: I thought I did a, before, but I get it. This is a really common theme in Shonen anime. Um, this this is a this yeah. is even a common theme in Metabots, um, mm-hmm. but the closest to this level of conveying that emotion so perfectly, uh, as far as Metabots is concerned, the closest they've gotten to this is that final like two seconds of after everything's done at the end of of the second season of the original run of Metabots of you know victor and icky and war bandit and uh MetaBee finally squaring off deciding yeah let's just let's have this fight let's finish this and you mm-hmm. get the freeze frame that is the closest anything in metabots up to this point has gotten to this emotion and this is i mean this is an incredibly hard thing to nail i like you know when i think of so much of Naruto is trying to convey this this exact emotion, mm-hmm. and there are two fights in Naruto that nail this the 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 end of of the the pre time skip Naruto the the um the battle at the end, and then the the actual final battle of Naruto where the plot is finished. They've solved everything. It's down to the fact that Naruto and Sasuke really just want to beat the shit out of each other to find out who's better. Those are like. I, I, and even that last final battle is like maybe the only, the only like shounen fight that I think has like rivaled this as far as like really cleanly conveying that emotion of like what Going up against a true rival feels like where you are completely unfettered. You have this complete Mm -hmm. connection with your opponent and your partner that's helping you with this fight and the freeing nature of that and the way that it truly like makes you feel like at one with your body. And uh, I'm glad that that Dimash finally managed to pull this off because it was the thing yeah. they're clear, very clearly trying to make work for this whole show. And we have criticized it for failing to do that so many times. And like now, finally, they make it work. And it does make the entire show pull together around this point at the ending that makes the rest of Dimashi feel worth it. Finally.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I've I've watched and read like I've watched a lot of anime in anime i've yeah. read like i i've got as i make a lot of jokes about how anime is dumb and i don't like anime i i have a closet full like bottom to top of manga <laughs> like
0: i watch anime manga's i am different. a horrible manga's nerd good.
1: yeah um <laughs> anime is bad like, manga's good uh <laughs> uh like imagine a popular franchise i've at least watched two-thirds of it i watched all of gt goddammit. it <laughs> like i'm suckered into this shit and Braver like nothing than
0: u.s marine
1: uh <laughs> very true um it, i i've i've been embroiled in the like the shonen you fighting with your friends is like an emotional like fun happy time and blah 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 and like nothing's ever actually landed what they were preaching you know like, I understood it from like the same way you would understand like some sort of uh, like emotional or religious thing, and you are like, "Oh yeah, that that's a thing." Until you are actually involved in something, and you're like, "Oh, I am feeling that now." Now that it directly affects me, I understand like on a like a deeper level, and it's wild. This one fight, like it all clicked retroactively. All that Shonen anime I watched better from now on anytime someone tries to touch onto this theme which is an incredibly common theme (laughs) (laughs) like uh, metabots will be the one that makes it stick better metabots has improved all of anime for me now
0: okay which Uh, is a wild thing it is wild but you know here we are here we are the show that we honestly like legitimately love that we started watching it like mostly as a bet uh yeah yeah this this show did
1: start as a goof and it is now like we'll get into it next episode like um metabots being, is real yeah, man
0: yeah let's let's get through the rest of this episode mm-hmm. before we get to the next episode because we are an hour in. uh so yeah. um they get this one last row battle uh um you know uh black beetle clearly wins uh you know uh, gets behind, um, uh, you know, Metabi has her, her gun arm pointed at the back of his head, does not manage to take the shot. Uh, questions like, why can't, like, you know, uh, you just finish it, you know? And she says, you know, oh, I, I stopped because I now truly understand the true meaning of row Battle. Uh, mm-hmm. but I also have to kill you and, and gives Meta B one to the fucking dome. Um, <laughs> it is a brutal shot. Yeah, no, it's great. It's fucking, like, we don't even see it happen. We see kind of, like, we we see Black Beetle with her arm extended. We hear, like, there's, like, a a flash effect, and we hear the shot go off. And then we just see Medibi fall over, and then his coin pop out. Um, So,
1: yeah, we're zoomed in on Medibi's face, and we hear the tink of her barrel hit the back of his head. And she goes, like, thank you for this. And then Medibi is standing completely still accepting this death this possibly yeah. like a permanent death he doesn't know and he's just
0: no they, they, no they, he knows it's not a permanent death because she has her gun pointed at his head it's not his metal uh like they, they, hey this is cam this do is be crazy, a super though. cool execution finish but it is just a normal row battle when it comes down to it <laughs> cam do be crazy
1: and can say hey murder that coin that's true uh yeah but and, and cam does do that yeah
0: well, uh, well, no, Cam doesn't in this instance. I- Icky collects yeah. the coin and then goes and confronts Cam and says, listen, Black Beetle just wants to be your partner. She wants to do shit like this. She wants to do sick row battles with you. Um, and, uh, you know, Cam's like, oh, Black Beetle, do you really? And Black Beetle's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, OK, cool. Well, uh, get in the fucking truck because we're going to go turn you into Griffin now. Uh, Icky says, Sorry. Um, Ginkai <laughs> then, uh, gas is icky up on the fact that, oh no, I'm with you to the end of the fucking line. Me and Arc Dash are gonna, are gonna help you rescue Black, uh, Black Beetle. Um, and Zuru is like, yes, me and Dorcas as well. We understand your row battling spirit. We are gonna be here. We're gonna fucking do this. And it's next episode time, baby. <laughs> they were all row battle pilled. Like, I get yeah. it. Um, Next episode, episode 91, episode 39 of Damashi is Into the Fire. Uh, we start off, uh, uh, the head of the board has come to stop Cam because, uh, Griffin is a bad financial decision, um... Which uh, if he was a true capitalist, I don't think that would be the thing that he would be saying because it would be ruining all of all of their uh, uh, their competition and uh, giving them basically ensuring that they uh, uh, held on to this kind of like um, monopoly of the best technology. Uh, that, that is I don't want to I don't want to get into Marx's capital, uh, but the kind of the reason that that capitalists do not invest in uh, kind of research is that uh, the threat of you have to spend a bunch of your capital to research a better way of doing business, and then that way of doing business or that technology will then kind of uh, filter out into the rest of the economy, and people who did not spend money to research it will will take advantage of it. Uh, this is not that situation. If they make Griffin fight real good, it might be real expensive, but they can destroy every other metabot in the corner of the market. Uh- <laughs> yeah,
1: this would be like... If the PlayStation literally had a gun and would blow up Xboxes,
0: like yes, if a, <laughs> uh, you know, if, if Nintendo released uh, a Switch XL that also uh, had an inborn virus that would destroy all other game consoles on the same Wi-Fi network, uh, <laughs>
1: and also maybe could shoot little kids, like <laughs> the little kids who played with the wrong toys, yeah. sure,
0: but like, um,
1: yes, it's don't forget more Griffin expensive. is a murder machine with a real gun,
0: yeah like it is more expensive but uh i think what we've seen over the past the course of the past 10 years is that just you know if the market gets smaller people will just spend more money and we get the same profits out of it uh
1: just sell it to the sell it to icky's dad he'll buy it
0: yeah um so uh cam totally shrugs this off uh we hear the board uh the head of the board say oh if you weren't uh, the, the director's son, nobody would listen to you, but, oh, ma, 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 ma. um, uh, the boys and the bots sneak in, uh, while Nye hangs out with Eddie. Um, uh, Nye, like, finally, like, you know, gets to the bottom of what Eddie's gonna do. Eddie calls Cam's dad. Yeah. And Cam's dad is the most normal, <laughs> doe-eyed anime man I've seen in my fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we thought he was going to be, like, this big, bad, evil man? I really thought this was when the alien plot was going to reintersect. And I'm I'm this a little disappointed that it didn't. But, like, yeah, like, Cam's dad being a totally normal dude with just, like, a bowl cut and a mustache and, like, super sparkly eyes is the biggest swerve that this show could possibly give us in the last episode.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I am going to, uh lay a sick burn on myself here my hair doesn't look unlike this and when i grow a mustache i don't look unlike this
0: yeah you know if i like you know i i like to be either clean shaven or have a full beard but uh my hair is definitely wavy to this consistency if i cut it uh you know a lot shorter and, and styled it. Uh, I, and I basically do kind of have it half styled like this right now. Like yeah. me, like usually like, you know, I have, I have side hair with like a general kind of like poofy bit for like the short part. And then like for the long part, like the top of my hair, like goes like, you know, down past my nipple mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but usually I keep it in a bun. And honestly, if I were to shave everything, but my mustache, I would look like Cam's dad right now uh
1: so i've never had a mustache until uh i had covid and i'm like you know what fuck it <laughs> fuck it all right so now it's, occasionally you know, i'll just i'll get bored wear like, a
0: mask when you go outside anyways
1: i get bored i'm like i'm gonna grow a mustache this month why not yeah and i do for you know it's a secret it's a little secret i get to have now
0: yeah your COVID. so yeah stash. like yeah
1: <laughs> it's uh it's wild uh i do want to say on record i am actually a good dad though so that is where Cam's dad and I differ.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, um, I I can attest to this. Um, uh, Mitch, you might be one of the best dads I've ever known. You all also, I think the thing that rises that occasion is you have one of the best children I've ever, yeah. like heard of. So like maybe if Cam wasn't such a shitty little kid, his dad would love him more. That's kind of fucked up <laughs> to say, but I am going to say it
1: if it helps. Like Cam's dad still hasn't actually seen or talked to his son. Yeah, so,
0: uh, so like well, this,
1: this Cam's dad doesn't necessarily to, yeah. know Cam sucks. Yeah. We know he uh, sucks because we, we spend we, time with Cam.
0: We get a very very important window into the Cam Cam's dad relationship because Eddie calls him, and his his the Cam's dad is like, oh, why are you bothering me? Is it something about the business? And like Eddie's like, no, it's something about your son. And Cam's dad immediately goes into, oh, what did he do? Is he is he skipping school? Is he lying to other kids? Is he like giving people wedgies? Like you know, really just kind of blowing this off. And like you know, Eddie like goes like, no, he like he hasn't been attending school. Because he had his own school shut down with the, the financial pressure of the of the company that you let him run. And uh, Cam's dad just goes, that's not true. That's stupid. And hangs the phone up.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, Cam's dad's like, what is he, a scamp? Is he like a Bart Simpson character? Does he make prank phone calls to Moe's Tavern? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, actually, no, he's like a terrible tyrant throwing around power. <laughs> It's like this is dumb. Alright, bye. Do you not
0: understand that you made your son the CEO of a company? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know Do you not your understand son, the material like power that gives him as a as an eight year old child? Like
1: <laughs> you understand your son has financial and political power as a CEO of a million dollar corporation. Also, he's got robots with guns to make people yeah. do what he wants.
0: <laughs> like, like he is—he is not only directly affecting the economy of the Japanese like toy business, but also he has secret military contracts. <laughs> it's you uh, know.
1: Cam's, Cam's dad's just like, "Hey, number go up. This is great."
0: Yeah. It's it's like finding out that not only uh does Call of Duty um uh, make a ton of money off Xbox game sales, but also like fun secret black ops like, you know, war crime training facilities. And also Call of Duty's CEO was a twelve year old boy. <laughs> Two out of those three things are true. <laughs> and you know, if you told me the third one was too, it would just make me want to boycott Blizzard more. Uh, <laughs> only emotionally. Oh, intellectually uh, oh so uh the our our team um you know icky genkai zuru B, Arc-Dash and dorcas find themselves in a dark room it is a junkyard of kilobots it is every kilobot uh that cam has thrown out and in the center they find black beetle's body um and this is when we get the super emotional moment. Like Metabi is like cradling Black Beetle's body and freaking out about the fact that you know uh, mm-hmm. Cam would so flippantly like not only throw all these things out, but it looks like there has been additional damage done to Black Beetle's body in the process. Um, and meanwhile, kind of like we we get these like touching moments between uh, Zuru and Dorcas and Ginkai and Arkdash about you know the the lessons they've learned about this and how they've grown closer as partners how they've grown to understand that this is not a totally controlling master servant relationship it is a partnership between two living beings um we have the very wonderful line of Ark dash saying me and my homie ginkai uh <laughs> are are tighter than last year's shoes tighter than last year's shoes uh it was very important uh legally distinct friend of the show Sam could not be we was going to be on on this recording with us tonight uh is sick um sadly you know we had to delay recording a couple of weeks uh otherwise Sam would be here but wanted to make sure that we mention that uh Genkai and Art Dash are tighter than last year's shoes
1: (laughs) It, it was a great line and like
0: yeah. i i know
1: they they said it to be funny but
0: but it, it you know it fits genkai and Arkdash's character yeah. like it's it yeah. is absolutely 100 like in their character voice it like you know me and my homie genkai were tighter than last year's shoes like no like yes this is Arkdash. this this feels good this yeah. does not everyone feel just hokey. nodded going yeah. yes Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense to me yeah um
1: be but that really does mean st- now I can say yeah. when this podcast ends, it's like, look, I know I haven't talked to Colin in seven months, Um but
0: you see, my that, homie like, Colin, we're gonna constantly, <laughs> we're gonna talk like probably every other day. We're probably gonna finally have the time to play a fucking role playing game together—a uh, <laughs> thing that we have not had time to do because we record a podcast.
1: <laughs> Me and my homie Colin are tighter than last year's shoes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Uh but yeah, like uh Metabi really starts to spiral and that's when Aki yeah. comes in and puts an he, arm on like, It's like yeah, like we're not going to let this happen. Like we're going to save Black Beetle. We're going to do it because we understand how important this relationship is. Like this is this is a this is a homie coming to help another homie. Like we're we're here for it.
1: homies helping homies is the most important. Yeah. Um I no, mean, I have here in my notes literally. MediB starts spiraling. Yeah. He has an existential crisis holding her body. Yeah. Like he is shaking and he go like he starts realizing. I, I think it hits him. Like the the way his his wording is, like it feels like it's hitting him. I am a toy. I am an object to people.
0: It it's it's one of those it, things. It, it where... really feels
1: like it's hitting him. Like yeah. he probably, you know, acknowledged it, and deep down he understood that. But like, it is like he's creating the body of his friend who has an incredibly similar body type to his. Yeah. Like, I think it's hitting him. Like, hey, I am different. People don't see me as a person.
0: Like, like I, this is because
1: he goes, "We're all can be thrown away like this. This could have been any one of us at any yeah. point in time."
0: It's, it's one of those things where I'm so glad that they don't like specifically reference all of the episodes where we have hammered in on this theme, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like the show has, has like created the room for this read to exist, but very mm-hmm. clearly was not actually trying to follow up on it. And the fact that this is the point where yes they do acknowledge this is very real that like metabots do not have control over their agency they are at the whims of the children that they are they're you know bought by um mm-hmm. and it is like the 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 kind of like moral right uh and correct thing that these children can do is to acknowledge the friendship and the importance and the the sentience and the personhood that their meta partners have um And, and to take care of them and cherish them and, and provide for them, uh, really does like nails, like so many of the things that we talked about, like, especially like with the, um, uh, the fucking horror episode from very early on in Mm Damashi, uh, and, and so many other episodes that we've kind of like joked about this kind of like this read of the libertarian hellscape of, of Metabots. And it feels so good that they are following up on those themes in a very clear way that like reads well, does not feel like it comes out of out of nowhere. It feels built up off of those things, uh, but also is acknowledging this plot line in a way where, yeah, they very clearly did not plan to like to to hit up on this, but organically realize the thing that they're writing uh, when they were getting to the ending and the yeah. way in which it dovetails with like the true theme of the show they have been trying to get across like this is just so it's so perfect and organic and i just it, it's great it's good it's better than you it, it's better than you could have done if you planned it uh.
1: absolutely like it um these two episodes uh, uh, i i believe i said at the beginning of the show i might have said it in the the hour before we actually hit record <laughs> <laughs> um like these two episodes were so surprising i I I thought they were gonna drop the ball. I was I was really worried. Like this entire run of Damashi has been such a roller coaster. And here at the end they've been knocking him out of the park. I'm like, well, history has shown they're not gonna keep doing that. And these aren't like the best television ever made, these last two episodes. Because they didn't necessarily have to be. They were following up some of the best television ever made. They just had to be solid. And like 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 everything they did was perfect yeah nothing was like overly challenging or overly like hey we're we're pushing the line we're 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 going out of our way to make this amazing television. It's like no we're we're wrapping it up. We are showing we have the chops to make a good show.
0: yeah it, it here feels in the last spontaneous moment. <laughs> in a very important way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it feels like they had an idea of what this show was going to be about, and they definitely like floundered and fucked that up. On several occasions, but this feels like they, they, they are now at the end of the show. They figured out what it's about, but they still left room to, to further explore what that is and figure out in the writing mm-hmm. what this show is about. And this really lands on it. Like this is, Absolutely. this is the perfect moment of this last episode because it, 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 it is so like, good. you know, it is, it is a Metabot, uh, like approaching what is the, what is the ultimate consequence of the worst ending the show could have and having their human partner put his hand on their shoulder and say, no, it's going to be okay. We're going to fix this, and we're going to do it together, and we're going to do it in a way that acknowledges everybody's, like, part in this. And it's so fucking good.
1: Yeah. It, it, it is. The whole series is like, hey, I recognize you as my partner, as yeah. my friend. And in this moment, he's going, you're my partner, my friend. Sure. You're a person to me. Yeah. Like, you are. <laughs> are my friend and a person yeah you have humanity and like that's it is that's kind a of hard thing to get across in a kid's for you know,
0: to say for 91 episodes
1: <laughs> and like, they dance around it and they've they've tried to say that yeah but it, but like the row battle like i don't know if they had a really good pizza day for lunch or what but like th- the magic is in this top hat in this episodes you know
0: yeah it's like, like, li- like literally, like, I, I, I have to feel like they thought, like, they were planning getting another 12 episodes. They got told maybe six episodes ago, you're not, dog. Uh, and, like, you know, they're like, oh, well, we can adapt what we have up to this point. And they're, like, writing, like, these last two episodes, especially this last episode. And it's, like, it's one in the morning. Uh, maybe they're doing some various, uh, they're smoking a lot of cigarettes, maybe doing some other chemicals and just like finally like landing on it in that kind of like, we have to get this done. What's the best way that we can do this? Oh my God, we did not realize the thing that we're making, but we know how to pull it off now. Uh, and that's where we end up.
1: <laughs> it, it's almost like here at the end, they're like, uh, we had to wrap up the show. Um, I'm going to go back and watch Metabots. <laughs> and like metabots damashi to yeah. make sure we're we're tying up all the loose ends and uh, then a, the guy watching it goes holy shit guys do you realize the show we've been making hold on hold yeah, on let me go. explain to you the concept hold, and, like, yeah, and everyone's like up. yeah no
0: yeah yeah no yeah, i uh, I, I get the concept let's go watch I wrote those original words. metabots too oh wait it's the same fucking show <laughs>
1: and they're like oh i understand the show we've been doing or we've been going through the motions but now i understand what's happening okay yeah It's wild. Uh, It is metabots, I guess. Yeah. And it's a very metabots thing to do is in the last minute, just bam.
0: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of metabots, we immediately after this Mm -hmm. very emotional scene, get one of the funniest parts of this entire fucking show. Cam is just here. He shows up. He says, oh, wow, you found my secret dump. And just in time for my daily crushing. Uh, Like he's just, you know, oh, they like literally these are all the the fucking kilobots he went through this day. Uh, and also funny poo-poo joke. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether or not Cam was saying, hey, time for the the crushing, the daily crushing, is showing he's a villain because, like, he's just saying that to hurt them? Or showing he's a villain, like, look how much waste I make on a general basis of living things that I've killed.
0: I think, I think it's very much both. He uh, definitely cause, does cause...
1: do it to hurt them.
0: Yeah, uh, cause I think, I think also on top of the waste, very clearly he's gonna, he was making sure that they could, you know, crush all this, this trash and have it moved out because he's about to kill another like 30,000 kilobots testing out Griffin. Um, but instead he offers them the great chance to save Black Beetle if they can defeat her medal in Griffin. And they, they go up to a, uh, uh, the, the testing area and he reveals this information. And Icky's like, no, don't, you can't do that. But I uh, cannot get across the stage fast enough for him to plug Black Beetle's metal into Griffin. And uh, it immediately begins to override her programming. Um, and uh, she's just gone. And, uh, you know, quickly the battle starts, uh, Zuru teleports in Tyrell Beetle. And, uh, you know, we just watch this ugly, ugly, big headed baby start to trundle towards everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it is, I, I, again, it was a choice for them to, instead of seeing us, uh, having us see, uh, Black Beetle struggle externally with, with this takeover, we see it from her point of view in the new head.
0: Yeah. And then we uh, see because, like Yeah. We we, we, we see that like metal. Like the uh, metal, the, like, the, yeah.
1: the death metal just like block the screen and then uh like metal assimilated in a completely robotic voice. And then Black Beetle's dead. Yeah. For all intents like it, and purposes.
0: It it really does drive home the fact that we were like seeing like the the um Uh, The griffin, like, or any of, like, you know, Blossom L had the same thing. Like, basically all of these, like, big, big boy demonic uh, uh, metabots uh, or kilobots have this, like, UI that we see from their perspective that has, like, their Mm -hmm. Terminator kill screen. Um and the fact that as it's overriding uh Black Beetle's personality, we see, you know, the 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 Kilobot, like death metal or whatever just start to slowly stamp out across that as if it's just like completely clouding and covering up uh this personality.
1: Yeah, it it is um like viscerally awful yeah. <laughs> to be a part of. W- which is like it it needed to be to like yeah. We are adults. like We understand the theme and how awful this is. But this is also a children's show for for, for children.
0: Well, I mean, e- even if it wasn't a, ch- a children's show for children, we are at the end of the show. Uh, we no longer need the threat of the consequence. We need to physically see the consequences yeah. now. Like, we need and to, to see it, what the, the effect of this is so that it can really land how powerful this is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And to, to, to do it in such a way where, like, we are seeing her brain die, essentially, like, is... Yeah, this is a character we've grown to grown to care about like a lot in the last few episodes, and then bye, in su- in such a like personal way, real good. Um, Who? Um,
0: yeah, um, we cut to Eddie and Nye outside. Uh, Eddie is refusing to let Nye go into the facility because you know he is still an employee. He can't possibly let her sneak in, um, <laughs> but he follows this up with you know he's going to go in because he is accepting his responsibility and the fact that he is the one who has to do this.
1: I I just realized I'm basically his uncle dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will go stop him. Yeah. to which Nye goes, just remember, he's still just a little boy, even if he's your boss. Yeah. <laughs> which, which really narrows down cam's entire character. Don't yeah. forget. He's the boss baby.
0: <sighs> I have to delete the entire podcast now. Uh, <laughs> I mean Cam Cam would also kill uh, a director of photography and a and the actual director uh with a uh prop gun that was uh uh you know wrongly loaded uh because you ran such a tight ship that uh, all of your union workers walked off set because of uh unsafe conditions
1: and just in case that doesn't make it into the show Cam is also anti-union <laughs>
0: yeah I don't think that uh extreme tech is unionized uh it it, it can't be yeah uh you know it is unionized uh uh I mean, arc
1: look <laughs> if if extreme tech was unionized Eddie would have been able to use that leverage to stop all of this long long ago.
0: Oh, yeah. The maintenance workers just could have stopped it. It wouldn't matter that the uh, the the board of directors doesn't want to stand up to, you know, the, the head financier's, like, kid or whatever. Like, they just would have done a work stoppage. It would have been fine. Um, yeah. But... You know who is unionized? Uh, Tyrell Beetle, Arkdash, uh, Dorcas, and Metabee, because they've all turned into graffiti mode and they're firing their big cannons at uh, Griffin, and it looks fucking sick as hell. Um, yeah. Griffin no-sells it, though, and when they do it, try to do it again, uh, Griffin whips an arm out with a nullification beam that just makes them so they can't use that attack anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, they... They've mentioned this nullification beam a couple times, and it's still like, yeah. all right, yeah. Um, but it is important to remember, and legally friend of the show, point do Legally out, distinct, don't forget,
0: friend of the show, not a co-host.
1: Uh, Sam also said, um, don't forget, the nullification beam is an ongoing status effect.
0: Yes. Uh, this is the thing that's really easy to miss, Uh just in casual viewing. Um, but I think that's going to become important is the nullification beam also hits them with a damage over time that drains their energy, which is going to be very relevant over the course of the rest of this episode. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Arcdash and Tyrell Beetle form up into their double car form. Dorcas hops in the back to surf along. They are trying to get behind Griffin to open his hatch and remo- remove the metal. Um, once they So get- do you know
1: what their double car form is called?
0: I can't – I did not write it down, no.
1: A master Beetle.
0: Mass – you know, they are two beetles and they this is a master form.
1: I just – look, if I chose the name Master Beetle on Twitter as a handle, I, I'd be getting some bad jokes here and there about that name.
0: Would you? It, um, is there something weird about Master Beetle? Um,
1: Look, I think it's normal and healthy to master beetle.
0: Yeah, because I mean, it, it you know there are more beetles on Earth than there are humans, so we should master their form, understand their life form, and become master beetles. You're telling
1: me a self-proclaimed big bat beetle boy about beetles here. I'm watching a cartoon about beetles, Colin. <laughs>
0: well it's good to it's good to know that you value and uh um really like know the health benefits of of master beetle uh
1: <laughs> And then, yeah, rocks on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Look.
0: Oh, well, I mean. Even
1: even Dorcas can master beetle.
0: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is, um, uh, you know, uh, Dorcas riding around, uh, you know, it's not quite intended. It's not going to be that secure. If the master beetle goes too hard, the rocks are going to go off. But, you know, that's (laughs) fine. But eventually they do want to get their rocks off because Dorcas does like kind of a jump once they get in position, uh uh at Griffin to like get at the hatch, but Griffin effortlessly turns and uh hits Dorcas with a ray beam. Um that just, you know, no problem. Stop stops him in its tracks. Uh Uh, This is also when then, uh, you know, Griffin turns its sights onto Arkdash and Tyrell Beetle, uh, hits them with a good old one-two shot, which causes them to not only separate, but uh, Tyrell Beetle was out of the fight, a metal pops out, Tyrell Beetle is fucking dead. Um, uh, And uh, the the head of the board is looking on in pain as this is going on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, so he he shows up, like, here and there to, to espouse things, and then a little later he says... Like some lines that are important uh, for him as a character, not for the plot at all. And I think, yeah. I think this character is just here so that we understand corporations aren't bad.
0: Yeah, because um, clearly, <laughs> if this this is a real head of a board, they're going to get their investment back. This is not a problem. Uh, it's the the where this is truly a fantasy is where he stops. Like. Questioning the fact that this is a hugely wasteful and expensive project that Cam is doing, and starts commenting on, like, oh my god, we are supposed to be making children's toys and he's made a fucking weapon of mass destruction. That's what's truly unbelievable about
1: this. <laughs> but if it does help Colin, he also doesn't do anything about it.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, he is
1: ineffectual and doesn't lift a finger to stop anything, even if he hates it.
0: Yeah. Um,. Meanwhile, uh, uh, you know Griffin manages to chase uh Metabe and uh, Arc Dash and Dorcas down some service hallways. Uh, Iki, uh, Genkai, and Zuru are are following with their their meta watches in uh, in viewing mode. Uh, everyone's kind of like freaking out about the, what the fuck they're they're doing. What's the plan? Iki tells them to just trust him uh, and leads everyone to. The facilities power core. We are at the ending of Iron Man One, Mitch. Uh there's a big electrical power core here, and that's where the final fight's gonna take place.
1: Yeah. Hey, have you seen Star Wars? Did you watch Iron Man? Have you watched most sci fi movies? Yeah. This is it.
0: Tur- turns out the key is a big column with lightning inside of it. Uh. <laughs> uh, <at laughs> a destructive lightning
1: fan like circling yeah. the bottom of a large gap.
0: Yeah. Alright, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, seems uh, like you could have
1: just used this technology to, you know, not make giant robot murder machines, and instead just power the country for apparently, like, nothing.
0: I I only assume right. that there's like the this is such a like a, a well known technology that these are just like everywhere. Like electricity is basically free in this country. Uh, I assume uh, you have to pay for it to charge your metabot. <laughs> That's true. Um. Oh, man.
1: Um. Uh, There is a fun thing that happens here. Yeah. Uh, The boys are all, you know, bantering as they want. And uh, MediB calls him Ginky. And Genkai immediately goes, don't call me Ginky.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ginky, of course, is, um, you know, this doesn't come through in an English thing. I assume this is mostly just being done as a fun uh, pun name. Like a, oh, it sounds funny. And it's like your name. Uh, it is worth pointing out that, uh, uh, Genki is the, the, like a Japanese term for like happy go lucky in like a sporty tomboy rough and tumble kind of way. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, like, um, uh, like Genki girl is like a typical, like, like idol archetype. Um,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Uh, like, um, uh, I don't know if I would necessarily say that um, uh, Arika or Susie are Genki girls, but like the Venn diagram between them makes a Genki girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Throw a little same in there. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's a fun little that's a fun little word thing that uh, it's a different joke over here in America, but like that's yeah. that's fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, and definitely, I think it's a fun it's a fun joke on Genkai because yeah, he has softened up. Uh, he's already kind of like you know a rough and tumble guy, but he's become kind of like you know positive and uh, friendly dude that everybody likes to be around. Uh, yeah,
1: that's very that's that's excellent wordplay. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, so. This is when Icky reveals what his plan is. We again get reminded that uh B, Dorcas, and Arkdash's energies are being slowly siphoned away by Griffin. Uh, but he's positioned all of them directly in front of uh, this big power core. And he reveals they, he's declaring a stalemate. If Cam shoots them to defeat them... Uh, he is going to destroy the power core. And if he does that, the whole place blows up and everybody dies. So clearly they've got to call this fight off. It's, it's a stalemate. Nobody's winning.
1: Um, I, I love Ikki's plan is like, look, Cam, you're not cold hearted and emotionless enough to murder everyone, right?
0: Yeah. And, and Cam says, like, shoot him. yes, I am. And has Griffin shoot and immediately alarm bells start running off as like, you know, he starts putting the reactor into a stress state. <laughs>
1: It's it's very good.
0: Yeah, um, uh, Iki has to fire back with the only other thing they haven't done in these two episodes, and that's use the metaphors. We get a a really great kind of like clippy little montage of all three, yeah. uh, like doing different parts of the metaphors animation, and then they fire off their attack. And uh, Griffin has a black hole gun that sucks the metaphors up, and he's well, totally <laughs> uh, so. Griffin is doing its special attack yeah
1: and it's really cool so the the metaphors obviously in this show is like a rainbow spiral beam and then um griffin's attack is a black hole that shoots a black beam yeah i guess uh and like they put it in front of like a starry background too yeah. so it's like this galaxy background a rainbow beam hitting a black hole and then yeah. nothing like there's no explosion here <laughs> it's just bloop all right yeah they cancel each like, other out
0: it, it's uh, the movement really feels like just the metaphors is being sucked up into the void. It like yeah, it's, it's very real well animated. It's great. Um, uh, yeah, the, this is these when... two
1: episodes like they um, they just throw in little like quick fun animation things like when the boys are talking before they use the metaphors like um, they just would flash a flat color like all red all blue or all green just like blam blam blam. It just for no apparent reason <laughs> just like here's a little bit of like here's a little bit of spice for this scene as they're saying some and yeah like that kind of stuff happens in these two episodes just like uh when the boys came across the uh the kilobot junkyard the way they over emoted immediately yeah. and like uh, the, just, every now and then you know
0: the the fact that it's not just completely like colorless junk like you very clearly see an XOR body uh, yeah. You you see a Unitrix body like you know it's there there are shadowed well defined various objects in that scene to kind of like drive home the like wow yeah this is a fucking graveyard uh.
1: yeah and and then um this episode especially I noticed it but it was a bit in the last episode um you can tell they're switching off animation teams just by how off model everybody gets and like <laughs> different color inconsistencies like Medivh's face goes from round to flat to like triangular you know all the different looks he's had in the different episodes so you can tell like hey this is the last metabots get on here i mean everyone brought their a game everyone was doing good even if the the animation was inconsistent it was always solid and it like someone would take over for a different scene so like it wasn't jarring but it was like oh if you're paying attention you can tell everyone who got their fingers in this pie you know got a chance to shine again yeah and I, I, i really appreciate that as a fan of animation
0: it's, yeah, it's definitely, especially as the, the final episode of Metabots, it's good to know that they are, like, mm-hmm. they're making sure everybody gets involved in it, everybody has a hand in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this is also when Dash completely f- loses all of his uh, his power and almost falls into the electricity hole, but Dorcas and B jump down to grab him. Yeah. Um, We finally figure out what Eddie's plan is. He's gotten Cam's dad on the phone again and sends him footage of this fight, of of Cam being an absolute fucking sicko. Uh, And uh, his dad is scandalized. Uh, Cam says – FaceTiming
1: him. Hey, your son's trying to blow up Japan. He's like, oh shit. Okay, hold on. I'll be a dad real quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cam tells, like, Icky to everybody, like, you can't call a stalemate. You can't quit. If you quit, I'll destroy Black Beetle's metal myself. Uh, you have to keep fighting. We are ending this. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it's fucking insane. Um, uh... Cam and Icky do start to fight over the fact that Icky is like telling like you don't have any friends, you have lackeys and you have employees, but you don't treat anybody with respect. And yeah. Cam was like, "No, I do have friends. I have a driver." <laughs> he, Icky, he, Icky's cried a few times
1: in this series. He's gotten emotional. He's gotten mad. But this is the only time in this entire series he lost his shit. He's yeah. like, "I'm out of patience. I don't have time for this." Hey. I'm going to let you know all the things I've been holding inside because my mommy raised me to be a polite little boy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you suck. Everyone hates you. There's not a single person on this whole planet that likes you and you deserve not to be liked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: so, <laughs> so uh, before he gets into, you know, I've got friends, I have my driver. And then, you know, Icky goes, that idiot you have on your payroll, you have toadies, flunkies, but no real friends, which <laughs> um, is hurtful, I'm sure, yeah. because Eddie is essentially a father figure. But it's also um, true. Cam treats yeah, but it's these also people true. like
0: they're totally expendable. Uh, yeah. It,
1: it is reminding Cam, hey, you can't have an employee and a dad in the same person. Like, you have to figure out, like, your relationship to that man. Is he a friend? Or is he just a guy you can fire for no reason? Yeah. But before all this, Icky goes, you're mean, no one likes you. And Cam thinks of his mom and goes, somebody did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, all right, this yeah, show is okay. so hard to be like, yes, this kid has a dead mom. Word. You're going to have to like him by the end of this episode.
1: <laughs> and normally I would go, hey, like, you can't just shoehorn dead mom, deadbeat dad in the last episode and expect that to redeem a child.
0: It does actually sell it though.
1: Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but again, Cam is an eight, probably eight years old. He might he might be younger. You know, we we never. I don't think we get an age, but like roughly eight. Yeah. His mom's his mom's dead. He has no like parental oversight. He is a genius. Um, like it kind of worked actually. Like I felt bad for this child.
0: Well, we're we're about to get the thing that really sells it. Mm -hmm. Uh. In the meantime, um, uh, Arkdash and Dorcas get this really, really good coordinated fight scene where they're kind of like fending off Griffin and doing like you know mirrored kicks and like cool shit like that. Um, but the the you know uh, the the power core is blowing up and the whole place is collapsing. Uh, the boys get dragged out by two mechanics uh, on site. Uh, just mm-hmm. like two guys in, in extreme tech uh, uh, outfits who do actually get a couple of speaking lines of like, you know, we're taking you out of here right now kind of thing. Um, and they get saved. Uh, but kind of the entire like place explodes and we come back on um, uh Meta B, Arkadash and Dorcas finding Cam's nearly lifeless body and trying to save him. Uh, and this is, you know, what finally kind of breaks Cam's spirit of he's like finally saying like uh yeah, uh, yeah sure all right uh if say please please save me like I, I i believe in you now and it feels kind of sarcastic until they see griffin stumbling forward like it's ready to kill them mm-hmm. and a huge piece of the architecture begins to fall and griffin stumbles forward takes it and you hear black beetle's voice say please you know uh, please you have to save cam and like this Mm -hmm. is where you like see the look on cam's face you feel the change in him he finally understands everything that's going on and it is like it is literally a life or death situation as like you know B saves Black Beetle's metal popping out of of Griffin as it begins to be destroyed, God. and you have one by one these three Metabots losing power as they're trying to shelter and save this child. And it really does like it. it the, the, this is the thing that sells the end of this episode. This yeah. is what sells this entire storyline. That actually makes it feel like yes, Cam went through this traumatic experience that made him evil and this is a traumatic experience that's gonna make him good now
1: (laughs) yeah so yeah um he's begging hey please don't leave me and then and maybe he goes no of course not we're the good guys and they can yeah he's like and i'm the bad guy and it's like he understands his point of view is flawed and he's flawed and then when he gets saved like when black beetle still saves him despite his flaws you can see he goes but I can be redeemed. I can yeah. be good. I don't have to just settle for being bad. Yeah. Like and then she,
0: and then everyone else I know are trying to do everything they can to give me another chance. And how could I yeah, not take it? Uh,
1: yeah. And like th- that, uh, that is powerful. It, like, in but like separated from everything else in this, like there are three things that Shone anime always does that they just knocked out of the park in this one. And I, three great things in one episode is a lot especially and again i call this a solid episode it's it's not like it's it's, it's not like it's pushing the boundaries it it is firmly in well established territory but it's yeah. it's paint by numbers sure but like you're still getting a good painting at the end like and, it's still
0: and this good this is a craft thing like yeah. like i said like i said earlier this is not a thing that people pull off well regularly it is good no. to see it like mastercrafted this is not always what you get in an anime like this even if it yeah. is predictable and like expected
1: <laughs> yeah and uh, we are biased we we have watched all of metabots we are some of the only people who i think have watched all of metabots
0: we might so be the I... only people who've watched the ending of metabots damashi uh
1: uh, so yes we are we are probably like slightly biased but on the other hand we did spend mm, seven months making fun of metabots we it. did like, Damashi since... was
0: very bad for the first like 12 episodes uh. yeah
1: and, and um, you know we do have other experiences you famously uh enjoy gundam and i also like good shows other than that so like you know <laughs> uh, w- we get a wide spectrum of things to watch that we can get experiences
0: from oh man uh Just as everybody's about to die, though, just to just to finish this episode up, if we can, (laughs) uh, Eddie comes in, rescues everybody. We cut to outside where uh, all the boys are reunited with their metabots in front of a fire truck. Um, Everybody's saved. Uh, Can't you know, it's the you know, uh, uh, B reveals that he saved the metal as the entire facility explodes and goes down in flames. And then we cut to the to some time later. Eddie has come to visit Cam in the hospital and someone has brought him flowers. It's Black Beetle, back in her original body. Uh, and she gives the flowers to Cam, tells him that she she wants to forgive him. She wants to be her, uh, his partner still. She wants to make this work. They both cry together. Um and and they're ready to get they're ready to do this. And Eddie lets slip to Cam like, oh, yeah. Once your dad heard about what happened, he canceled all of his his uh, business plans. He's coming back and he wants to spend some time with his family. Uh, he said something about taking you to an amusement park. Uh, so even Cam's dad isn't so shitty anymore. Uh, yeah.
1: So uh, r- real quick. So Black Beetle moves the flowers out of her face and she's got two shining eyes.
0: Yeah, she the, is missing the, uh, the eye patch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's been repaired. And I believe she's holding a bouquet of white lilies. Yes. Which, uh, symbolize purity, which, you know, like, sure, they've been reborn. Transformation. Also death.
0: Uh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, transformation, rebirth, and devotion. Yeah. All things that are, like, present here. And don't forget, Metabots has a history of using flower language to convey emotions. Yeah like that's like that was a nice touch i looked that up specifically because i'm like look metabots is they would not have flowers on screen if they're not trying to say something and i i think you know all those different things yes death white this can mean death but like it's rebirth it is like transformation it is uh devotion like all these things are present right now in this scene i don't believe that's a coincidence yeah and if it is, that's a really cool coincidence. But given their history of, again, the flower language stuff. Like, wonderful. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Cam, billion-dollar child, cool robot toy, now goes to Disneyland.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, what a good life this Cam guy has.
0: Yeah, what a what a fantastic life. Um, His mom but, may be dead, but now he's got two dads. Yeah. It, here's, here's the thing. Uh, this is what additionally sells this for me. As we get our final scene of the show, uh MetaB and Dash are sparring. Uh, you know, Meta B wins. It seems like a good time. You know, uh, of course Iki and Genkai here are here. Also, pretty much everybody else from from the the core cast of the show is mm-hmm. is here, Arika's here, body blah blah, blah blah Sam and the screws. Uh it's like spring. We, you know, I guess this is again, we've been over winter. We didn't see any snow this time, but fucking whatever. Um uh but it's like cherry blossom season. It's it's cherry blossom viewing time. Um, yeah. and they're having a, they're having you know a good time. You know, everybody's like enjoying the row battle spirit, not a kilobot in sight. Um, and uh they see Eddie. And who's with Eddie? But it's Cam and Black Beetle. Also Cam is dressed up as Nauta from Fully Cooly. So we know exactly. he's a good boy now. Um, and he seems sheepish and a little ashamed, but like earnestly here uh, to be with people um, yeah. and to join this community. Um, and that's when we get a voiceover from Nai and a montage yeah. <laughs> of uh, Genkai and Arika and Sam and the Screws. And Icky and MetaBee and even cam too, talking about uh all of these characters in the show that are good and how she learns so much from them and how children are perfect. Uh and also it fades to black and Nye says, I'm trans, don't use my dead name Henry anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you you're gonna have to censor that last bit. <laughs> <laughs> she literally said in the last moments of the show, "Yeah, um, God, I, 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 I wish that's how it ended." Yeah, yeah. The the the, the little montage the fill up time, I, I assume, is a little more poignant. Even like if it's even in the original show, and it wasn't just an American
0: thing. No, no, I I believe it was in the original show. Um, I I think it was. I think it was definitely they needed a couple extra seconds to fill time and they wanted to do something extra that made it feel like the end of a show and not just the end of a season.
1: Honestly, I would have been fine with like cam smiling and like feeling joy for the first time. That's not like a, a vindictive joy yeah. as blossoms fell around him. I'm glad we saw Nye again. I, I love me some Nye. We yeah. all love Nye. I think um, I could say that safely. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I agree with if you. If we're going to see like nine, we could have ended just on cam and that would have been totally fine. Uh, I get the want to do, uh, yeah. like you, like you called it a, uh, an animal house ending, but also mm-hmm. this is like, it's not like it's the ending of Digimon adventure season two, where we actually get a real, like, and TK went to space kind of thing. Yeah, It's just kind of like, here are the characters that you like, uh, and I am saying they are good and that's it. We You know, <laughs> it, it it is Remember a very Remember the last 90 episodes of the
1: show you just watched? Yeah. Let me summarize these character tropes. Um. <laughs> alternatively to fading the black and nigh uh, confirming she's trans <laughs> alternatively i it would be nice if she just looks at these children and she goes y- like we can even do the recap and she goes i'm gonna miss them all Uh then honey hands her the phantom thief retort mask and she goes but i gotta get back to work yeah <laughs> and then we cut straight to um the cowboy bebop theme song
0: yeah <laughs> as she uh, we, see her do crime yeah where where nigh as uh the phantom thief is uh going toe to toe with her true rivals uh um uh fucking uh oh god what are their names uh uh oh, our two favorite characters from from metabop see Miss Caviar See yeah Seuslug Miss Caviar you know in in, wait, in the with, crime caper of the century <laughs> with Iggy's
1: dad being the Zenigata
0: yeah of
1: the show yeah all right i'm down
0: yeah um uh uh genkai tries to bodily jump into sam's uh lunchbox uh but a uh, big punching glove comes out of it and hits him instead <laughs>
1: oh man minabots is good and i do have an outro colin
0: yeah i will i i guess let's you know um yeah we got we're gonna start wrapping up so i can get to yeah like like let's let's not get too deep into anything more with metabots we have a whole wrap up episode to like really get modeling about this shit so let's just let's do housekeeping um we're gonna do
1: a seven hour episode next week where we can talk about all of our feelings yeah uh mitch where can people find you on the internet they can find me at big bad beetle boy on twitter And hey, send me stuff about metabots, even like a year and a half. I will talk to you about metabots.
0: Yeah, MetaBots is great. I would be happy to talk about MetaBots uh, at any point. Uh you can find me on Twitter at, at uh, @pagetish and Pagetesk. Uh pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H, is my public account that I barely use. Pagedesk, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-E-S-Q-U-E, uh E S Q U E is my private account that I use a lot and you just have to send me a follower request and I'll probably accept it. Uh and uh yeah, that's that's my personal uh social media. You can also find the show at MetaWatch which will only have a little bit more posted on it because we only use it to let people know the episodes are out. Um, mm-hmm. you can find much more useful information at Meta M E D A R O T C H on Twitter, which is where Mitch posts gifts from the show and they're wonderful. And I'm sure that account will have a long uh, existence after we finish making this podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't do too many, um, out of character, uh, tweets on that uh twitter i i, I always it's mostly just gifs. Yeah. um but i i did one just recently about like hey look i know i'm kind of going slow at this MetaWatch is ending meta will continue until i get through the series yeah <laughs> uh, i what i currently do um so i do it at work because i i'm not doing this for free i'm getting paid um roundabout wise um I I listen to our old podcast as I'm clipping. So that way, you know, if we're talking about a certain scene, I make sure I give it a little extra attention. You know, I I try to to not just make it a MetaBots thing. It's also a MetaWatch thing. Cause you Hold know, on. that it's is a, important to me.
0: It's important to point out when you say that you are getting paid to do this, we don't make money off this podcast. No, You're we do not doing it at your day job.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I am getting paid in a roundabout way. That is I'm being paid to do my job and I am not doing my job. I am instead clipping anime gifs on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Listen, you did save them $1.5 million. Uh.
1: <laughs> I'm very good at my job um, yeah. <laughs> that I don't do. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh I am currently wrapping up Metabots and soon I'm going to be doing Damashii. And Damashii's going to fly by because the first 17 episodes have bad animation and yeah. I don't need to clip bad animation. That's not what Meta roach is about. Meta is yeah. about here's cool stuff to look at and also things I find funny. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't if you want more stuff, clip it yourself. But yeah, um I I uh, do plan we, to continue have an that. Outro? I do have an outro. You have an outro? You have an outro. Cuz theoretically we're supposed to have an outro this entire podcast i I do want to point that out
0: trying to come up with one uh, for literally uh 48 episodes
1: um but yeah as we wrapped up today's uh episode uh we also wrapped up the whole series um our entire recap colin i would like to personally thank you for joining us on this journey of rediscovering this forgotten gem
0: I would Uh, like to thank you for joining me and also uh, daring me to do this and getting us like, you know, giving that spark of emotion to actually do this fucking podcast.
1: Uh. Yeah, we'll get into the emotions of this, I think, a lot next episode. But yeah, um, I I would not have watched Metabots without this podcast. And my life is genuinely better for having done so. I have an appreciation of the craft and everything else so much more because of this show. Um, but just cause we are wrapping stuff up today does not mean meta watch is over. We have one final episode coming out soon. Um, w- with our thoughts on the whole franchise, uh, everything we've done, our journey together, uh, our friendship, because again, Colin's not going to talk to me after this podcast. Um, <laughs> I
0: don't know why you keep saying that.
1: Uh. <laughs> um, but send in questions. And if you didn't get in time for the final episode, send them in anyway. Like, whatever. I'm not doing anything important with my life. I'll talk about <laughs> Metabots off the show. I don't care. Send them in. Send them to Colin. Send as many questions to Colin as you'd like. They don't even have to be about Metabots. Just send don't, Colin a lot of questions. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> and um, as we close out our show, as always, remember, there's a difference between fighting for your friends and fighting alongside them. And I'm, I'm done. That's yeah. (laughs) Bazinga.